See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh. And we are back again. Uh, back again. This is Slow Robot to Go-Go. Big Show 252. My name's Mal. With me as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. This show is 252 forwards and backwards. Wow. So listen to us in reverse. Yeah. For even more excitement. That's right. Let's kick it into reverse or kick it into f- drive or... What was that? Paul is dead? Murder Paul or... You know what's funny about <laughs> that? I was listening to... I had an old... I was actually listening to cassettes the other day. Ah. And it had a Beatles cassette with a bunch of like, you know, boot outtakes or whatever. And there was one which had an outtake of... I think it was on the, a day in the live for one of those. And at the end, you can hear John like even doing like the... I'm very bored, or I'm very Paul, or whatever, you know. So I was kind of like, oh, that's funny that even in the outtakes it has this. Okay, sure, whatever. whatever. And if you go online, you'll find a lot of conspiracy uh, things about Paul dying. And oh yeah, that they had replaced him and all that kind of stuff. Like he was, that wasn't even the original one. Yeah, he died in '66. There's all sorts of conspiracy theories on. Uh, that's all not on right. YouTube, but uh, check it out. It's good. Good, clean fun. <laughs> Good, clean fun. Mm. Just like Slow Robot mm. a go Have a friend listen. Mm. And tell uh, another friend. Yeah. Tell another friend. <laughs> yep. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. So we're back and we're doing another movie, but this is, we're going to be revisiting the uh, teen, teen, the 70s teen flick. <laughs> this was so great. I, um, I chose this week's movie. Last week we did a... Uh, a sci-fi jungle An exciting adventure. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yes. This week, um, I, I was like, I was, I, I wanted to. I remembered seeing this movie one time, hmm. and I was like, huh. I never saw it. Oh really? Okay. And I saw it when I was an impressionable youth, you know. And uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I should have seen it, but I never did. Yeah. Well, it, this is one of those that's kind of like, it was easily missed, you know. Uh, it's, we're we're talking about Corvette Summer, starring Mark Hamill. And uh, Annie Potts and uh, Danny Bonaducci in, in the background. But like, yeah, he's just back. He, he was top build, and he was background material all day. Yeah, uh, he was still a kid too. He didn't he become like an adult yet? So he was still like, you know, not totally obnoxious. He yeah, was only no. partially obnoxious. Uh, barely in the movie. And this was. I had a feeling. I have a feeling this was filmed. Then Mark Hamill did Star Wars. Then this, this got this. released because. Uh, he looks different. He looks different, but he, it's the same guy. There was parts of this, parts of his performance, he was trying to showcase. There was that one part where he was running through the mm-hmm. graveyard, the neon graveyard, and he was trying to do like Charlie Chaplin or Three Stooges physical slapstick stuff. And you're like, what is this, man? He, he was you know, trying, but he didn't. Uh, eh, he, he tried was, his best, but he could <laughs> not, as I tried, said before. Yeah. Now, I like, um, I like of, of course, I love Star Wars, the, you know, uh, the original ones, and. And the newer ones, and I love. Um, they were like, I really liked them a lot. I liked the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. I liked the movies a lot. That was I, I was an impressionable youth when they came out. They were a big part of my life, and uh, so I liked Mark Hamill quite a bit. And this one was one of those oddities that he did. I loved it. 
You know, at, at, at the conclusion of watching this, this uh, I got it off of YouTube. I was like, I'm gonna buy the, I'm gonna buy the DVD of this. They don't have there's a blue, a, they I don't have a Blu-ray of it. No Blu-ray. No. There will be. I was like, I'm, I'm getting this, man. This is a. I, I had fun. I laughed a lot. It was as, silly. As was, a matter of fact, I went to the store in Tampa called Grindhouse Video, where huh? they have a lot of these movies. And the majority of what he had, well, he had VHS. He did have some DVD, but the majority of what he has new is Blu-ray. So you know, DVDs yeah. like going bye-bye for oh, the yeah. more, for the more expensive Blu-ray because of course it's the same. They're selling you the same movie. And they're jacking up the price on yeah, it, so it looks man. a little better. I mean, I'm sure I don't have a widescreen TV, but I mean, how much better do you need? You know, some I of do, these? and meh, it's yeah, yeah. I don't mind if it's Blu-ray, but I also don't mind if it says DVD either. It doesn't really. I don't matter. either. The only good thing about Blu-ray is if they find stuff, nice stuff that hasn't been out before. Okay, yeah. so now it's a reason to buy it, but, you know... Because this one had some vibrant colors in it. It could be a really nice... If they have the original master print and they make sure it they and, they, and they made it into a Blu-ray, it'd be pretty cool. Now, I want to ask you a question. Did mm. you did you really think that the... I Did you did you find our car, the the main car, particularly attractive? No. And that's, <laughs> I it hate, looked like it should have been in Death Race 2000. I hated it when I was a kid. <laughs> like I watched this movie when I was a kid one time and I liked the movie but I hated the car. And now this is the George Barris car. I'm almost positive this is the is Barris it? car. Okay. Um because I almost I really think the one of the shots where they ran he where he was running after it, he ran past I think that was George Barris's garage. Oh. Like not the one where they were storing the cars, but it was like a quick shot and I'm almost positive because okay. they left this they left all the signage on the side of it and everything like that and I was like, Okay, there's yeah. and it looked like one of Barris's cars. Bar- George Barris did the Batmobile, he did the monkeys uh GTO wagon, he did like he did like the 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 Munsters and did he do the bat he did the Batmobile? He did yeah, he did the Batmobile, he did the uh Green Hornet's car. The Munsters, Green Hornet the Munsters he did that uh the Dragula, Dragula the, the Dragula yeah. and the their coach. Uh, which was gorgeous. Oh yeah. I saw a job a, a, a Barris special where he had the 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 Munsters coach and they were going over that thing. I was like that thing was gorgeous. It was perfect. It was so beautiful. And it wasn't just like a prop. It was a real car built, you know. And it had the the motor was there and the all the brass work was correct and done. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I saw a recreation, I don't think it was the original, of the Dragula at a horror convention in 2007. But it was a great recreation. It might have been the original for all I know, mm. but it looked like, I don't think George, I don't think they dragged it to Pennsylvania, but they may have. But yeah. it looked really good, though. Yeah, I mean. some of these guys make these creations and they're perfect. You know? and yeah, I, man. And at uh, the time, I was, I was uh, Dukes of Hazard crazy. Uh-huh, yeah. So I loved cars. I've always loved cars, loved speed. Yeah. And this one was like right up my alley. You know, it had Mark Hamill, has a Corvette. Um, at the time, I wasn't super into Corvettes. Even now, I'm like, I admire them and I like them, but only certain ones. And I think if I owned one, I'd be like, okay, let's sell this. Uh, but, you know, they were cool. And th- I but like th- This one was weird. Yeah, this one weird. was a weird design. It was like... 70s van culture and lowrider put in a blender and dumped over a Corvette and you're like I don't think this works at all but yeah whatever but you, know. Hey, you know it was a Christine story it was obsessed with a car story you know uh, yeah definitely uh, obsessed yeah. with the car story yeah above anything else uh, everything else and you're like ugh weird and for a while there like as the plot goes along I'm thinking 
What's up with Mark Hamill? You know, what's uh, why is he so reluctant to do things? You know, <laughs> it's like what's what's all, what's that all about? But we find out. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, it was a different time, and this you can. I will say, even though I'm I'm pouring admiration all over it, this movie you can it's see a B movie. you can see why it would, didn't hit big. It wasn't. It did pop. okay. Yeah. You know, uh, Annie Potts was nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie for Best Newcomer in a Comedic Role. Yeah, it's on IMDb. I was as shocked as you. I was like, what? Yeah. I never saw her looking so young and thin. And I know. I was like, wow. I know. That was the first, this was the first big movie. She had only done two TV movies before. This was it. Huh. And I, she, they went for it. Yeah, I mean, she, they, she she stole the movie from yeah. and from well, him. they all they all went for it. All these actors were really going for it. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of car car culture. It's, it's the '70s. This is what like those movies oh. were about. You know, they're probably put out in the summer, drive-in theaters. Mar- yeah. See Mark Hamill from Star Wars in <laughs> exactly. you know, in Corvette Summer. That's what know? it said. That's what the marquee yeah. said. See Star Wars Mark Hamill in something else. And in like, this movie, so it's like you're going in there. It's like Aloha, Bobby and Rose, or it's like you know Death Race 2000. It's a big car movie. It's summer. It's got kids in it. You know the yeah, cheerleaders. Whatever. You know. You know, and I think it was only rated PG, so I think you knew what you were getting into. You're going to get the, I got, yeah, I said the cheerleaders, but you're not going to get the pom pom girls or the cheerleaders. You're going to get something a little, somewhat more wholesome. Maybe not really, but yeah. you know, not as sleazy. Maybe could have used an R rating. Yeah, it would have been nice. I always say that though. You know, everything could use an R rating, right? Yeah. <laughs> punch it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, punch uh, it up a little. Give me a little more. Yeah, but, but, yeah whatever. You know. Part of me is also, you know. They would have shown uh, Annie Potts naked, and it's almost like, don't they, ruin her career over did, this movie. You know, in a way, silhouetted, silhouetted, and it looked like they acted. A, they uh, they did a little bit of like, like uh, what you might call it, blurring a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what the deal yeah. was there, but it's like okay, but whatever. You know. They weren't working with much. It wasn't like a, no. a buxom blonde. No, she was all right, but yeah. she's very pretty. But yeah, it wasn't like uh, you know whoever you know Raquel Welch or anything like that. But uh, yeah, anyway, so this story starts out where there's a bunch of teenage kids, and they're at a junkyard, and they're looking for a car to like you know salvage or whatever yeah. for their high school advanced uh, advanced auto shop. Auto like shop. so, they I, and I've heard of this being a, tr- a true thing. I never heard of it. Well, before, like where they if you're in the advanced auto mechanics shop they'll they just do something to a car they're doing practical stuff so and they're looking at it and they're like oh you going in and check the cross member of this old 41 ford i don't like fords and you go and then and mark hamill's sitting there on on a in the middle of like this dusty dirty thing and he sees this crane dragging a corvette to its death the crusher and he just loses his mind and runs. And this is the one of the many, many times you're going to see him running full sprint. Running, jumping. Running, running, leaping, running. He yeah. was very... He liked running, I think. Yeah, he was very um, thin, too. Yes, he was. Wow. He could climb a wall pretty well, too. I didn't remember him like being so svelte. Oh, my God. So he runs, and he's screaming and screaming, and then finally he, he rips the guy out of the way and hits the stop button right before the thing crushes this old Corvette. And this Corvette's totaled. But if you're going to an auto... I mean, this mechanic shop, they would fix it. They could fix it. It just wouldn't be worth an insurance adjusters or the reality of it is how much you put into it would not be worth it. So then they show like this montage. Here we go, like kind of sort of montage-ish, like 
everyone's working on a Corvette now. And but Mark Hamill's the one that's just there nonstop. He's there late nights and days, and like never leaves its side and just keeps working and working. And then the one time they do show him. He's sitting there and he's locked out of his house and his mom came home at like 3 in the morning. And they live in like this little trailer. And she's yeah. a bar floozy. She's a bar fly, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. And, and it was like that of his house. And she's like, well, take the spare key. And she's like, oh, I guess I left, my spare, left the regular key at the bar. Yeah. And I got the spare key. Come on in. And he's like, oh, who's that guy? And she's like, oh, just some dude. And he's like, oh, well, he needs a fan build adjustment or like he could hear it. He's so into He loves cars yeah, so much. He's, he a, could, he's, a, he's a gearhead. He's a gearhead. Whatever, yeah. Total gearhead. Totally obsessive compulsive. He's a, you know what he reminded me of of uh, Tulane Blacktop. Remember yep. the, the the remember James Taylor and Dennis Wilson. It's all they talked about. Was Nothing cars. to talk about other than cars. Like cars, cars. Yeah. He, he, they, the, that, that I love that movie a lot. I had the Criterion of that movie. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, that's one of those movies where when you watch it the first time, you're like, what is what is going on here? It's so simplistic. They don't have anything in common. They don't even like each other except for cars. Cars, yeah. Like, if you took cars out of that equation, you have two total strangers. Like, all <laughs> they care about is cars, so you Mark know? So, Mark Hamill, same guy. Same guy, yeah. He he guy. could sit in the trunk of that car. He could have. You know? He'd be their, their tire changer. Yep. Remember, cause, <laughs> so, so, and then, uh, you know, now... So, they're, they're getting ready to... Now, they're finished this car. And this is... This is, like... Like we alluded to earlier, this is the most garish, oh, yeah. odd-looking car you're gonna ever see. They it's like a pimp mobile for like weird. You know. It's so weird, and and he um, I did like the one thing on it. Although the hood would be way too high, you'd never be able to see over it. It was neat if you looked at it because he like George Barris raised up the center section of a Corvette, a '73 Corvette, and it like, and he made it really huge, and he has these these boxy like square vent things and the driver's side is facing forward and the pa- and the passenger side is facing backwards so that would technically be air scoops that would feed the the feed the engine air and also pull the other way yeah you got so, you, yes i mean it exactly it was feasible that that was a working thing uh, but it wasn't just for show. But if you're driving in rain, that's going to be the end of your engine. So there's one of those things where you're like, eh, okay, suspension of disbelief. And he's and then now it's done, and Mark Hamill goes to the school, and there's a dance there, and he's like, eh, and he doesn't even care about the dance. He walks past it, and he goes, he breaks into the shop, and then the teacher opens the door, and he's like, what are you, what are you doing in here? He's like, oh well, I just came in here to put some finishing touches on this, on my, on the Corvette. And he starts going, oh, we really should shave down this back spoiler and put a wing on it and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, and the teacher's like, don't you want to go to the dance? He's like, no, nah, I don't care about that. I just care about this car. And the teacher says something very poignant. You don't realize the impact of it yet at this point. He goes, cars, you know, you can't fall in love with cars. They're just a commodity to be bought and sold yeah. like anything else. He's like, just stop with the car. You know, like you're, you're too, obs- he's kind of saying you're too obsessed yeah, with it. Yeah, you got, get a life. Yeah, kind of get a life, you know. Yeah. There's women and booze and drugs. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you should be experimenting with yeah. other than the car. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, oh, whatever. You Theft just, and he, graft and, you know. He's like, he's like, ah, that's thanks for that, but I'm going to just still keep obsessing about this car. You yeah. Know? Thank you. Thank so everybody. now they uh, now they go to like where they the whole car's done right car's done and revved up and they and they they're gonna take it out and they take it out onto the strip in California yeah so they can race and get in trouble with the cops or whatever you're like what are you talking about and they have a CB 
And the other thing that Mark Hamill did to this Corvette was made it right-hand drive. Yeah, that was You know, like your post office guy, how that's on the other side? Um, I didn't understand the practical reason I for that. I guess it would differentiate. I guess it made it, like, easier to spot. For right, later or something. Yeah, of course, because otherwise you'd be like, whatever. Um, so it's this right-hand drive thing, and they have a CB in it, so... The bar, like the, the the teacher and all the kids are sitting there talking to him, and they're like, "Okay, come back, and it's your turn." And they're just taking turns driving around. And there's, I like this scene the most because it was almost like the cruising scene from American Graffiti. Yeah. There was a lot of very cool cars, like just like you're saying from the 70s. That was the time. Oh yeah. That was a time period oh, yeah. where now there's faster cars now. Trust me, the cars that made now would mop those cars up, but that kind of doesn't really matter because. Those cars were cooler. Not only that, but they sounded they were, faster. They were beautiful, and they were loud, and they were angry, and they were different, and they were different. You look they at cars were, now, they they're gas, the same car. They were guzzling, cars. dirty, angry, just like the people that drove them. Yeah, they stank, and they hated you, <laughs> they and, they, and they the hated car you. hates you, and so did the driver. And <laughs> and like, and the one thing that was glorious about it was those cars were so different. Every car was yeah, very distinguished. Body. Now, cars are just this. They run on blah. They run on gray. That's what that's what fuels cars now. Gray, and it's just they all look the same. It's all the same crap. You, well, you, know. you know, I just thought of something, but th- I'm going to get ahead of ourselves. I'm not uh-huh. get too much. When you mentioned that George Barris did the car, I wonder if he did the van too. We'll he did a lot. Of, he did a lot of van. He probably did that van because that van was souped up on the inside. And too. if you're gonna if you're gonna hire him for one thing, you're gonna be like, well, here are the five cars we need. Do them. Yeah, do another one. And do, they don't care. Here's one check for one dude. You know he's gonna come through. You know. Yeah, here's probably. a van. Fix it up. Yeah. Because yeah. that van was pretty duded up. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. And I knew people that had vans like that too. Oh that yeah, nice. dude. Vanduros were the king uh, for about yeah, three weeks. Uh, yeah. But and they always said they did stuff in them, but you're like, probably not. They probably just got stoned with their friends. Yeah, That's about all they did. With a bong hit yeah. or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so now they're driving along, and they're, that's where you see, like, you see some uh, 70, uh, a 70 Trans Ams there, a Formula One, a Formula Trans Am, and uh, there's there's a bunch of really cool cars, and there's some guys, serious dragsters, there, or drag racers that were kind of get, getting on them and racing them and stuff. And then finally, the last person to go is like some guy. He's like, oh, he just helps out around there, like whatever. And they're they're talking to him on their CB, and they're like, okay, well, stop at this place and get something, get some sodas, get, yeah, get me, some cokes, yeah. get me some cokes and some. Uh, Danny Bonaduce tells him to do. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But, but then the um the the, te- the the teacher tells him to. And tells the, him to, yeah. Yeah. So this guy pulls up, takes the keys, and goes in. Car gets stolen. Yeah. First night out, car gets stolen, and here you see <laughs> they're sitting there, and the cops are there. And Mark Hamill is losing it. He's like, he crushes the sun. He's like, I didn't want any cucks. Ah, he's like freaking out because his baby's gone. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to deal with it, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to go to Act 2 where... The search. The search for Mark Hamill's car. And he plays a pretty good crazy person in this movie. Like, on, like OCD, you know, obsessive compulsive yeah, guy. You know, yeah. pretty funny. All right, here's some trailers. We'll be right back. When was the last time a movie froze you to your seat, made your palms sweat, quickened your pulse? Cat and Nine Tales really does the job. Uh! 
National General Pictures presents Cat and Nine Tales. From the same masters of tension who paralyzed audiences with Bird with the Crystal Plumage, the picture that outpsychoed Psycho. Cat and Nine Tales, starring Carl Malden, James Franciscus, and Catherine Spock. It's nine times more suspenseful than Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Cat and Nine Tales, rated GP, all ages parental guidance. Hey, you in my class? I am today. The Disco Godfather. The Disco Godfather. Yes, I'm the Tower of Power. The man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. Divine and guaranteed to blow your mind in a brand new movie. The Disco Godfather. This film will thrill you and fill you with satisfaction because it has a whole lot of action. See the beautiful disco skate dance. See the daring whack attack. This film will leave you simply breathless. This film stars me, Rudy Ray Moore, as the disco godfather, along with Carol C. So everybody come on out and put your weight on it. Put your weight on it for the disco godfather. This film is rated R. No one under 17 admitted without a parent.
how I used to sit on your face and wrinkle. Well, we were just talking off air all about uh, old car culture, yeah. like how cool it used to be cruising and. Uh, yeah, I told you, my my friend's dad was like, okay, if you when you graduate from college, uh, high school, you know, he he decided that his son's gonna have whatever car he wants. So the one kid got his '79 Burt Reynolds Trans Am with yeah. the Eagle on. And then when the other kid screaming kids, fire chicken. Yeah, and then when the other son graduated from high school, he got a '67 uh, GTO. Oh, the rag G- top. Now I love the I love uh, Pontiacs. Uh, GTO. That's a that's a good. That was a nice the judge, car. man. Those are bad. The judge. Guys. I remember the judge. The they judge. Here come the judge. I remember having a model <laughs> kit of the judge. So, yeah. Oh my god, you know, yeah. and because I was, we were kind of talking a little bit about saying modern cars are way faster, but they're not cooler, you know. Uh, even like I have a little uh, Honda S2000. It's a fast freaking car. It's a little four cylinder. It would keep up with those older cars, and if I drug them into an S turn. They'd be lucky to even see my taillights as they if they got out of them, because that's where that thing excels. If you go into S turns, I'd be like, "Well, I'm accelerating. And you're trying to find the." Yeah, even even <laughs> even my old. Uh, I used to have a Buick '72 Skylark or yeah. whatever that looked like a GTO. I remember this one guy did a little bit of work on it. And I remember you hit that engine. It was, like, yeah. it was fast, man. I love yeah. the older cars because they were like I had a little uh, Maverick that had a 302 in it. Those are fast. 302, fast, man, it was just crazy. It was, I knew a guy that had a one that a kid had one, and he bored out the engine. That thing was faster than the G than the Trans Am because it was little. There's nothing to it. It was lightweight and it had a badass engine. Yeah, in you it. put yeah, you, you know, and that's even like I always say, oh, I'm gonna get a new Camaro, like a new SS. The first thing I want to do is like void the warranties by putting a supercharger on it and like long headers oh, and yeah. you know and they'll just be like, well, yeah. I have the fastest thing. I'm going to wrap yeah, around that's a tree. All and I care <laughs> about, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Getting anyway, we're getting back to our movie because this is actually I really had a lot of fun with this movie. So Mark Hamill is working at next scene. You just see Mark Hamill is working at a gas station, and there's signs everywhere. Have you seen this car? Like. The gas station has like 30 posters saying, yeah. "Where's have you seen this car?" He's, you know, he, he ends up he's starting to look for this car and he's showing it to all these people. And one of this and some jerky gas station guy goes, "Hey, you know what, kid? I like your style. Uh, I'll give you a job here." Oh no, 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 this is still when he's back home. Oh, this is when he's back home. That's right. The guy the gets Vegas out of the car. Yet. He's like, right. he's like, oh, he's he gets out. He's like, I've seen this car. And he's like, that's right. Where? That's right. He's like, I saw it in Vegas. It's on a mirror. It's spinning around. That's right. And he was like, oh my god. He he like quit his job that moment and just starts hike, hitchhiking to to uh, right, to yeah. Las Vegas. And the first thing he gets pulled up by some you know vatos. I thought I thought this was Danny Trejo in this thing. Yeah, no. Uh it wasn't. No. It, it was that one. It was a guy who looks kind of similar, but he's driving. It's so funny. He's he gets into this like there's a procession of lowriders. Yeah. And I didn't realize that the lowrider culture was that old. Yeah. Um, like from 78 I thought it was like mid 80s I didn't even think well, it was think around think about then. it Cheech was doing it in the same, yeah I guess in, you're right up yeah. in, up in smoke with the yeah. hydraulics yeah you're right I, I just didn't I had the timing off in my head and this guy's like talking about I was like oh you, you Snow Whites you always like this Camar- or this, uh, Camaros and muscle cars He's like, and he's like, why are you driving so slow? Because he's yeah. getting past her doing like 15 miles an hour. Yeah, there's like five guys yeah. there. Yeah. And he's like, hey, because we have style, we have class. And he's like, you know what, man, I'm getting... He, he, he can't stand it so much. He's like, don't bother slowing down. I'm just going to get out. He like gets out of the car as it's driving. And he just <laughs> jumps out. And he's like, he's like, I'd rather walk than be in this piece of junk, you know. Yeah, because they're going to Vegas too, but they're going to take like days to get there or something. <laughs> just yeah. so they're just pimping along, going up and down and in so, the car. Yeah, they're just doing all that stuff. I was like, what are you doing, man? It was uh, funny. Yeah. And then, then a van pulls up, 
And it's Annie Potts. And yeah, and then and, and she just jumps in, and then she's sitting there with her headphones on, jamming to some music, and he's like, hey, well, thank you. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. She's not even paying much attention to him huh? or whatever. So he goes, yeah, I wanted to thank you. Are you going to Vegas? And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they start talking, and she goes, he goes, so what are you going to do? She goes, oh, I'm going to Vegas because my goal in life is to be a prostitute. And I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> So that was her deal. She was she did a lot of practice in high school, and now her yeah. goal is to go to Vegas. I'm gonna go get paid, and she has a van that she's gonna use as her mobile, yeah. uh, like prostitution she goes, place. The back out. Yeah, she got like a you know she got like a water, bed in water it. bed, the this whole is, deal. Yeah, yeah, it's got her name on the side, Vanessa, you know, Vanessa, you know, and all this. And he's like, oh, that's that's really great. He's like, can you let me out of here? <laughs> she goes, she goes, no, no, we're going to Vegas now. So they get there. And she wants him to come along, and she, she's she's hitting on him. Yeah, she goes all, and she goes back and changes and puts on her, gets all dialed up like a prostitute. Yeah, and he just bails. I yeah, mean, well, she's like, "Come on, let you be my first guy." Yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll yeah, be my first paying customer, and he's like, "No." He's like, uh, "I want my car." I want my car. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, come on. So man. he's looking for his car. He goes to the cops in Vegas and says, "You know, this car is here." And he sees... He, now, we're going to get this mixed up, too, because he sees it. No, no, no. First, he's going from casino to casino. He's going from casinos, and finally somebody says, hey, I think it's There's, over yeah, there. Yeah, so he goes in, and, and it's... He's like, it's the same paint scheme. It's the same everything. But it's not the same It's car. a Datsun 240Z, which is a similar style, not the same car. And then he's, like, all dejected. But then the real car goes ripping by, which that kind of is... E- <laughs> Later on, you you'll see either the same place made that Datsun, or someone saw the com- Corvette uh, and was like, "That's a cool car," and they yeah. rip it off. People homage each other's work all the time in the car, oh, in yeah? car customizing, oh, okay. you know. So they saw that Corvette and they were like, "That's cool," and then they made a Datsun look like it. Yeah. Um. So whatever. So he. It, so now he and he he's broke. He has nothing. So he, he immediately gets hustled and someone steals his wallet. Yeah, that's right. He gets hustled by hookers. And yeah, and, 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 and his pimp takes this wallet and it, now he's broke and nothing. So then, because he finds out he doesn't have any money because he goes to like a Bob's Big Boy and he orders yeah. all this food and he goes, oh, I don't have a wallet. You know, where's my money? And the guy goes, okay, forget it. You know, you're trying, you can't scream your ass. And all of a sudden, Dick Miller shows up from like every Corman B movie there is. And he's like, Mr. Hustle guy. Hey, hey, look, kid, I'll help you out. And he goes to the guy and he goes, I'll I'll do, I'll give you a bet. He goes, like, I'll do the shell game or whatever. You pick heads or whatever it was. He goes, he goes, uh, 10 to 1 odds or double or nothing. And he's like, $100 for your 10. And he flips a coin and he calls it. And he, and he wins. And the guy's like, see, I can't lose. Yeah, kid, there's your food, He's kid. your food, kid. And then the kid's like, I don't suppose you're going to L.A. And he's like, no, sorry, I can't help you out. But I will help you out. And he gives him a $2 bill. And he goes, that's how I started my lucky streak. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like yeah. see ya. And you're like, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah, that was a little Dick Miller scene. He's like <laughs> a good luck charm for movies yeah. or something. So then he goes back. And he starts and he, sleeping in U-Hauls. In U-Hauls or whatever. And then one night he comes out of his U-Haul. And he sees, like, the Vanessa's truck. Yeah. And she looks like, and he sees her, and she looks like she's all beat up or something she's like that. She's bad shape. It's and only been a couple of days. They both are worse for the wear. Yeah, they're worse for He's, the wear, yeah. He looks continually dirtier and tireder and, like, and he doesn't have anything. He has, like, a radio, and he, he he's always writing no, uh, postcards to that shopkeeper. Yeah. Uh, shop teacher. Teacher. And one of them made, was, a, was a, another, uh, like, a, an actual honest laugh out loud He's writing. He's like, I saw the the Corvette today, and I I I was running after it, but it got away. Um, 
and I talked to the cops, so now we're on the trail of this thing. And he's, he signs his name. He said, P.S. I still think we left that spoiler too high. I have yeah, to yeah. trim that down. And I, like, laughed. That was because he's so obsessive about it. Like, he's still like, when I get that car back, I got to take do something about that spoiler, you know. Yeah. Uh, murder stangs like that. That's, that I think that's what made me laugh because he's, he, he has to do something, you know. So it was really funny. Um, so now he's now they so do the girl's trying to like you know get him or whatever. And well, she tries to get in the bathroom to to clean up because she's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, go into the men's room," and this is where he does this weird thing where he look at it looks at her in her purse and there's cocaine in it. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, uh, "Okay, she's yeah. she's spiraling down. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty hard, you know." Yeah. So he's like, I, "I don't know if he left her. Does he leave her again at this point?" No, they sleep. They they go in there, but. She's like, why don't you come in? And he's like, okay. She gets pissed off at him because he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. Well, yeah, right do it. Well, first, he's, she's like, well, you can go in the van. He's like, that's ah, okay. And she's like, well, there's food there. And he, he runs in because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. starving. He stole donuts from the cops. Yeah, He's yeah, doing yeah. all this stuff. So he's he's a, he's an actual homeless guy. He's starving to death. And uh, he so he's eating. And then she's like, oh. And she comes out after her shower, after she cleaned herself up in the bathroom. And she's nude, except for a towel. And she's like, why don't you come over here and you know let's let's get it on. You're cute. Let's let's have sex. And and he's like, I don't have any money, you know. And, but then I can't remember if this is where he finally they finally do it. I'm or not if sure, it's, but she basically she finds out at this point that he's a virgin. Yeah. So she goes, oh, I'll be proud to be your like your first your guy. first or whatever. And I think he I think he got pissed off. And I forget if he split or whatever. But I don't. Oh, know. she he gets mad because she she he kisses her. And she's like, "What are you doing that for? Just get over here and have sex." Like, yeah, right. He, she doesn't have any use for like caring or love. Yeah, right. So he gets yeah. angry and leaves. So he gets angry and leaves or whatever. And then like he takes, he he starts taking another. Uh, he starts running around asking people. Um, and doesn't it run the time that he gets that job at a? This gas is station? where he yells at her, and she's like, "You you owe me money." He's like, "Here," and he yeah, right, the right, two dollars right. down. And he says, "Now get out of here." And then, and they're like. They, they like each other, but they're fighting about everything all the time again. Yeah. And then the guy who owns the, the gas station is like, I like your style. Yeah. Come work for me. He's like, yeah. you know, Roger Dangerfield. And he's like a real dirtbag, trying to screw oh, people. Yeah. But then he ends up getting screwed by the people. I mean, Mark Hamill's a nice guy. He goes, hey, look, you know, the, the lady comes in with her kids. He says, hey, you know, they're trying to sell us some beat-up batteries or whatever. He's he goes, like repainting batteries so they look new and then like and, doing an acid thing where he... Put, like a scam he's running scams on all the people that go in there yeah and he goes like hey kid while you're looking at your battery here's a blade cut her a fan belt or cut her it whatever. just nick it so it rips off and then you'll have to come back here so you're like yeah and, and meanwhile he, and then he goes back in to tell the guy well sir I mean they're very nice and I don't think and in the background the mother and the kids are all stealing the guy's stuff and they bail <laughs> so then he's so now yeah cause now the guy's like you owe me this much cause they stole all this stuff so it's on your head Annie Potts pulls up and she's wearing some beautician's outfit. Yeah, right. And she goes, "Get in." And he's like, "Why?" She's like, "Just get in." And he drove away. And he's like, "What do you want to tell me?" And she goes, "You're unemployed." And then you're like, "Ah ha ha." And she's like, oh, "I'm a beautician now, so just just chill out." So then that's when they get back together again, and then they they finally, you know. <laughs> yeah. So let's go, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna finish out what happens in this movie. How how can a boy and his Corvette get back together? Oh wait, before we go though second thing that made me laugh 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 was when she's drunk and he's in the van and he's writing another note to the to the to the thing to the teacher back home and she's like well if you miss it so much why don't you write a, a postcard to your car dear car 
I miss you so much. Yeah. And she, I like busted out laughing. She's she, funny. She is funny. And when she said that, dear car, I miss you so much. She I was is like, good in this oh. movie, yeah. There was so many funny scenes. That was really top. Yeah. Man. She was good. All right, here's Charlie Reagan. When we come back, will Mark Hamill get his car back? We don't know. Will, we ha- we will haven't even met blue? the... Will they break apart? We haven't even met the bad guys yet. No. I mean, we're taking too early of a break. Now we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. Why don't you come on down to the concession stand? Boy, I tell you what, while we're in intermission right now, before that next great movie comes up, we got all kind of food down here. I want to tell you something. While it is intermission time, uh, Mr. Douglas, he's the man in charge here, he told me, he said, stop calling it a stand and start calling it the the uh, Skyland Drive-In Cafeteria. Well, it's whatever you want to call it. So come on down to the Skyland Drive-In Cafeteria. That sounds sort of funny, doesn't it? I think it's a stand out here. We got all kind of good food. Concession stand. Concession Cafeteria. Which one should we call it? If you're in favor of, uh, let's see, cafeteria, blow your horn. If you're in favor of concession stand, blow your horn. Well, Mr. Douglas, it seems like the horn won there for the concession stand. (laughs) Hot, crispy French fries, always hot, fresh, and delicious with a large cup of ketchup on the side. Mm -hmm. We've got your favorite candy down here, too. Baby Ruth. Zagnut, Zero, Chicken Dinner, Bit of Honey, Snickers, Milky Way, all of them are only 15 cents. That's right. If you love good, cold, soft drinks, I tell you what, we got them fresh from the fountain. Coca-Cola. We got Fanta, Orange, Grape, and Strawberry. And don't forget that we got Sprite, too. Delicious coffee and hot chocolate. And we got iced tea for all you iced tea lovers out there. Hot dogs, only 25 cents. Delicious barbecue sandwiches, only 30 cents. And boy, they pack that barbecue on there, too. Hot buttered popcorn is only 10 cents a box. Come on down to the concession stand and enjoy yourself. That movie's coming up here in just a few more minutes. Let's have some more music. Hey, guys, this is that moment. The moment only exists in sports. Moment where the good guys take on the bad guys. The moment that this was a speech in a movie, this would be showing up on the humongous trying oh. to get the home team fans fired up. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Us versus them. Yeah. Huh? We're the bad guys and they're the good guys. Uh. And I'll be damned if we're gonna let the good guys win. Yeah, we're uh, actually the good guys and they're the bad guys. So. Right. <laughs> Let's start that again, guys. Huh? Hey guys. I want to tell you of a new motion picture entitled. The Undertaker and his pals. This movie is a shocking expose of a part of the young generation. That part that destroys, the part that plunders and ravages for kicks. This is the story of two knife-slashing, axe-hacking, motorcycle-riding maniacs and their pal, The Undertaker. If you think you can take it, don't miss it. The Undertaker and his pals. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. The Undertaker and his pals. And, of course, our biggest fan, Destructo, has 
barged his way into the studio. Yeah, he's entered the room. Destructo has entered the room. And he's doing the rounds. He's looking around. It's just not a podcast without getting the uh, cat kicked out. Now he wants to jump on you. Hey, buddy boy. All right, enough of that. So now, now Mark, she loses her job again, and then she starts working at a restaurant at a fast food drive-thru. And she's like, look, you dummy. I, every car in, in in Las Vegas stops here or drives by here. I'm helping you look for your your dumb car. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he starts working at a car wash. Yeah. Now it really ramps up. So finally they see this car, and he jumps in it, and he's like, it comes to the car wash, and, and he's like, this car is stolen. This is mine. The guy jumps in. Who pl- He's character actor. Bad Ryan guy. James. Ryan James. He's, I think he was in Blade Runner. He's Yeah, he, yeah. he's been in like everything. He's like a really bad dude. He's driving this thing, and Mark Hamill steals a 10-speed and chases him down, and they, he catches him. He, he catches like up to where it is, and then they kind of like they rough him up, and then he's like, "Oh, like he knows now where this car is." And we had met yeah. him. He went met him once before. The bad guy who owns this garage had like a he he, he, he saw him before. He was chased him on foot. And yeah, he didn't get to him. And he and the, the guy who owns this shop has a black uh, seventy two or seventy three. I think it's a seventy three Trans Am, which is weird. He has a Formula hood, which is the two snouts. But they also have the shaker in it, which is a really bad look, but Now, that whatever. bad guy, Kim Milford, is the guy who is in Laser Blast. Remember Laser yeah. Blast? He's the hero <laughs> of Laser He also sang for a few months in the Jeff Beck group in the 70s. Really? He has yeah. that look to him. He has a rock star look to oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he also looks like he could be the guy who sweeps the leg, Johnny, from, yeah. from the Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. looks like Johnny from Cobra Kai, yeah, if that Kim helps Milford, help yeah. you out a little bit, yeah. So, he, so now... Now they, they, they like, lock him up in this room because now they know his operation. And he fakes... This is weird. He smashes the window out but hides in a in a 55-gallon drum of oil. Full one. Yeah. And the guy runs around back and then he gets out and he's running and he's just hobbling along with all these... Uh, all this oil all over him. And, he's, and he looks like a skeleton. He's, it's, he's acting yeah. really strange. Uh, and the guy is chasing him down. He has a chain. He's trying to beat him, but then he gets away. Um, and he gets to Annie Potts, and then she washes him with a at a car wash. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, now this is great because now we know where he is and all this kind of stuff." So he gets, but he gets like he gets almost beaten by the guy. Well, he gets yeah, they beat him up pretty good. Yeah, they beat him up pretty good, and then like he ends up like you know. He ends up like uh, getting saved by some. I forgot who was it who saved them. There was some guy who stopped and saved them. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. I don't remember either. I forgot I who it was, but yeah. So they they save him and then she washes him down, and then she's like, you know, well, you know, I think you know, I think you need to go back, but you found your car or whatever. Yeah. Even though you found your car, so I forgot what happens. And then he uh, goes to the cops, and when he goes there, the teacher's sitting out front. That's right. The teacher found him. That's yep. right. And then he's like. He's like, look, let's go for a ride. And he's like, oh, like as soon as I get to the cops, we can get this thing all sorted out. And he's like, uh, hey. And that's where he pulls off into the desert. And he like kind of really lays it on him, kind of saying, you know, uh, you've been at my house. How nice it is. A nice wife. My kids. My house is so nice. You know, I make 15000 a year. How do you think I got How all that? How do you think that? I got that, all that? And he's like, that, that guy who owns that garage, who you met, you know, uh, Cobra Kai, he, he was... He's like he was my uh, one of my really great students. He just runs a chop shop now, yeah. and a car customizing thing. I sold him that car illegally, and yeah. just took the money. 
he approached me and I said yes. And he's like, and they want to offer you a job rather than fight you. They want to join you. Want you to join them. Yeah. Um. And he he lays that whole shtick about oh you're just commodity kind of thing blah blah blah. So then Mark Rimmel says he he's like well he's, he says and if you say no. If I don't turn on my lights, there's a guy back there. He's got a gun aimed at you. Kill you. He's gonna kill you. Yeah. Because they were gonna kill him. This was not a joking, yeah. uh, hilarious thing. This was like they were gonna kill this guy. Yeah. And um, and then they so then he goes, okay, I guess I'll just make money. So then he goes there the next day and he's like, well, I won't work for seven hundred. You're gonna give me eight fifty a week. And the guy's like, haha, I like you. I'm gonna sweep the leg. And then he gives him money and and then. Mark Hamill goes, says, okay, and he's... He and turns he, into a pimp. He does. He, like, he like starts, like, he buys all this nice stuff, and he buys a nice thing for his girl. Shows up at her place. He goes, I want to take yeah. you out and doll you up or yeah. whatever. She's like, what happened to you? Yeah. You know? And this it was, they were trying to roll reverse, where she was the materialistic one, and he only cared about the car, and now he's the materialistic one, and she believes in love. Yeah. But it doesn't really, it doesn't work as well as it should. It's written out that way and it's played out that way, but there's no real conveyance of, right. of oh, now I'm bad guy. Because he just immediately switches. She gets angry and says, screw you, and leaves. He goes in there and, and then, like, he's going nuts the one day and he's like, okay, it's Miller time. And then he's like, nah, I'm going to keep working. He didn't even say anything. And they're like, well, close up, when you're, close up shop when you're done. And as soon as they clo- they leave, he pushes the car in, paints it, and steals it back. He, yeah. His only real reason to do that was take the money, repaint the car, and steal it back. Because he doesn't learn anything. And also, that paint job would take like two months to yeah, do. Yeah, they did it at night. Overnight. You know, and so then he... um, He's looking for Annie Potts at this point. Well, no, he leaves, but then the two guys show up before he can uh, get out of there on time. But he, he like decks them this time. Yeah. One guy, he sprays paint in his eyes and his mouth. And the other guy, That's he right. hits with, a, with some kind of a, a wrench or something like that. And then he leaves. He goes there. Annie Potts is now... There was a scene where she was like, I'm going to be uh, Rosaline. And I'm going to wear a black suede thing. Because I think Vanessa makes me cheap. Rosaline makes me sound... So he sees her in this casino being that character. And he's like, nah, you're coming with me. And she's like, you're blowing it for me. And then he... And then some guy walks in and he's like, you know... Like, oh boy... Yeah, well, yeah, she's coming with me now, boy. And you know, like, you oh, this co- is my cousin or whatever like that, she says. You know? Yeah, she goes, you're coming with me, you know. And he's like, you know, he's like, what? So he, she had, the guy takes off with her. And I think he ends up like, what, taking off all his, you know, yeah. pimp clothes or whatever. And he goes up to a room to find her. Yeah, he goes up and kicks the door and then they're making and a they're, movie. They're making like a porno movie or something. And he grabs her and he goes, no, we're going. And she's fighting him. She's going like, no. No, I'm not gonna go. I'm making. We're gonna make it big now. I'm gonna be a star or whatever. And, and he's like, "No, we're out of here." He drags now. her out, and she's in a wetsuit and flippers, and he just carries her out. And, you know, nowadays, if you did that in the middle of a casino, these two thugs, the two bodyguards, would grab you and beat the crap out oh, of you. Oh yeah. Especially if you're grabbing some woman against her own will or whatever. You'd be know. murdered. Yeah. But he gets her out, and they get back in the car, and they're gonna go. We're going back to Las Vegas, and we're gonna like turn it in and blah blah. blah. And then well, they no, start, he goes. We're going back. We're going home. He, yeah, we're going we're, back to yeah, my yeah, house, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And she's like begrudging. And she's like, okay, whatever. And then the black car shows and up. Cobra Kai shows up, and she and she's like, oh, what, what is this kind of what kind of a dumb scheme are you trying to play here? And then the guy starts shooting at him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, huh? He's like, I gotta get to the freeway. And she's like, well, it's not this way, dummy. And she's kind of being, she doesn't believe any of it. And then they, he get trapped. And then this guy gets out of the car and starts actually shooting at her. And she's like, 
wait, is this real? Yeah. You know? And he, he goes on that one famous stretch that must have not have either gotten finished ever. There, there's like one road. It was in like... There's always one road in L.A. that's not done, and that's the end of the line. Or well, whatever. that's... And it's like... It was in the Blues Brothers. It was in Death Race 2000. It, yeah. There's like one section that they thought was going to be a road and just wasn't. Yeah. And in every movie in the world is, is filmed there. So he spins the car around, and he goes just... He just goes full on right towards uh, Cobra Kai in the black Formula Trans Am. And then... Uh, and, and the guy flips over and just... He doesn't die... But but, but his car blows up and he's banged up real bad and, and he just shoots it. And it made me it laugh because the horn was going off and the guy just pulls out his gun and shoots the car and it blows up. And that was another legitimate laugh, you know. So then he gets back to L.A. Yeah. and he goes to the high school and he brings back the car. He goes in. He goes in the high school. Then he just walks in all angry with Annie Potts, who's like ready she's to leave. She's in the car. Yeah. She's in the car, but she's pissed at him. He breaks the alarm, so everybody comes out and he's like, "Well, there's your car, principal." And he's like, what? He goes, there's your Corvette. You know, I got hands it back the keys. for you. Hands him the keys. You know. He says, give me my diploma. Yeah. Because he never even went for his diploma. He didn't even care about the diploma. Yeah, he just yeah, went yeah. for his car. And then uh, Annie Potts is angry. But she she walks past these kids in this outfit and then just comes out. She just steals someone's clothing. Yeah, yeah. She comes yeah. out in clothing. And Danny Bonaducci runs out with the, with the, with the diploma. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do about the car? He's like, nothing. It's just, I don't care. And then his teacher shows up, and he's like, "Look, jerk, you know." No, the teacher's like, "You gotta say the, say you forgive me, say you understand." Yeah. And Mark Hamill's like, "Meh," doesn't say anything. He's just like, "Just yeah, you deal with it. I'm not dealing with your scumbag yeah. like you or whatever." So apparently, this teacher had been doing this for a while, just making yeah. cars, and then they're having them stolen, and then he's making money or whatever. So then Hamill walks back, and he pots is kind of like walking away from him, pissed. He grabs her, you know, they kiss and make up. And the end. The end, yeah. And we're just going to be together, and that's cool. Yeah. I was. I thought there was a sequel, but it doesn't look like there uh, was. I love this movie. It's a good movie. I, 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 I didn't have a lot of expectations going into it, because I was... I remember, yeah, me neither. I thought it was going to be like, eh, it's just going to be whatever. I figured teen comedy, okay, 70s cars, all right, it might be good for a yeah, few laughs. No way. It was, it was better acted than your typical... Yep. Teen comedy. If you've only watched it once back in the late, late 70s, early 80s, do yourself a favor and watch it again. It's going to be one of those pleasant surprises. Now, it's not Citizen it's not Kane or whatever. Movie. It's not the greatest movie in the history it's of the not, world. It's fluff. It's not like, you know, like, you know, any great revelation or whatever. But, but it's funny. It's enjoyable. And it's, it's of, not boring. It's of the time. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, it's, it's very of the Burt Reynolds era, of the Vandura era, of the, you know, like, it's yeah. just like cool premise funny premise if you like mark hamill you'll love it if you like annie bots you're going to definitely love this movie yeah uh it, i had some serious laughs and it was it was a good i just liked it yeah completely. It was, it, it, unlike the last movie that we did which was 70 minutes it felt like hours <laughs> this was an hour this was like in two hour, hour 44 hour 45 minutes and it went uh, by fast yeah and I, I immediately like i got done watching i was like i'm buying that on dvd i loved it yeah i, I liked it i'm too, gonna watch uh, it again i want to have a good copy and just own it, because I was like, wow, that's cool, you know. Yeah, it had a lot of great actors in it, too. A lot of people that you know, a lot of people that are starting out and became, you know, big stars. You know, a lot of people that you remember from TV, The his his uh, his uh, shop teacher, Eugene Roach, was in tons of television. Oh, yeah. Danny Bonaducci, you know, like the Brian James, uh, Dick Miller. It's, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a pretty classic 
style B movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost like TV movie. But it's but it, one. But, one but step it doesn't go as far as a Corman. Corman's going to get a little more grittier, nastier. There would be a scene where a pimp beat that girl up. Yeah, something There'd be like some that. nudity. Like, it would have been yeah. a little bit weird. And I, and this I, one kind of, like, held back a little bit. But it's kind of better. like a wholesome charm. It, it's, a little bit. It's better yeah. like that way. Yeah, you know? it is better. I don't need it. It's almost like a screwball comedy or something uh-huh. like that, you know. But so, yeah, it was definitely it's definitely worth checking. Yeah, out. I mean, I give this like an eight five or an eight. I'll eight, give it an eight. You know, yeah. and I definitely check it out. Fun. Yeah, so if much I ever, fun. If I, I ever saw it for like five bucks, I would. Oh buy my it. god, yeah. I saw I found the DVD online. It's like twelve or fourteen bucks. I was like, I'm buying it. I don't. Yeah. I don't even care. I mean, that, it's, it's it's. I like this type of movie. I mean. More serious style movie would be like Aloha Bobby and Rose. It was it was trying to be a little bit more serious, but it was similar yeah. kind of thing. We did a, we did that one and, and we did that. That one. one was um that one was serious. That and was that, serious, you know, and that's okay too. It's such a it's such a this change. Is, this you is know. a li- little better because it's lighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, but this one's a little bit country. That one was a little bit rock and roll or yeah, vice versa. Yeah. I don't more, know how that scale they, but, is. You know, we ha- we've we haven't yet hit those like. Uh, Eat my dust, Ron Howard deals or anything. We'll do those in the future. But Trust yeah, us. we'll do those one or day. Or the van, or I have uh, that downloaded. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do that sometime. Yeah, the soon. van, 1977, yeah, sitting right, like, right here. There it is, the van. The van, there's the van, right there. Yeah, like the van, or uh, I have like a pile of movies just queued up on my like on the on my desktop of my computer that we're working on, and I just look and uh, yeah, this is the one we're gonna do. You're like, oh. Another. Yeah, it, it's not. It was it was gritty enough, but it wasn't sleazy, so it was kind of like yeah. acceptable in that way. It made it better. Yeah, it yeah, yeah because she never did anything. She, no, that one scene where she was in the bathroom was a little rough because you knew something bad did happen. But they never really. And did. they alluded to the cocaine use, but yeah, not was, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and just, she has. She was so funny. She Funnier was, than I thought she was. She, I mean, she was. She's always been a good actress. She's very cute, yeah, yeah. and she's still working today. And this was her first big break of the movie. I think know? didn't I read that she actually does the voice for uh she does the Bo voices. Peep. Uh, she does the Bo Peep voice. And she's for, got that funny Toy voice. Story. Yeah, she's got the funny voice. So yeah. great. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, enough adulation poured over. It's Corvette Summer is a definite winner in my book. Uh, I loved it yeah. a lot. I, I think yeah. uh, Dr. Morbius concurs, so yeah, yeah, go yeah. check it out. Even if it's just the YouTube, for, watch on YouTube. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, all right, and that's it for this week's 252. Nice. Wow. We'll see you next week. Onward and upward for more insanity. My name's Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. See you next week, all. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan.
any more like laughing than I do right now. <laughs> 